0: and welcome to Two Snowflakes in a Blue Box. Who are we, Charlie?
1: Two intersectional queer feminists who want to talk about Doctor Who. And today we have a guest, Jass. Hi, everyone. I'm Jass. Um, also a queer
2: intersectional feminist.
1: Awesome. Awesome. We like that. Um, so the reason we brought on Jass today is because you are from Punjab. Yeah,
2: my parents are from the Punjab. They're both immigrants.
1: You're not Muslim or <laughs> uh, Hindu. I'm,
2: yeah, I'm not Muslim or Hindu. But... But I'm very familiar with Hindu practices. Awesome.
0: Let's start with the plot.
1: I think um, the first thing to say is that I... I This is my favourite episode. Mm. I Definitely. I fucking love this episode. I think it's... I almost cry every ten minutes. Every t- I've watched the episode three times now. And every time, I'm just like... Oh, the feels! Oh.
0: Yeah, it's... I I really love this episode. It's really beautiful.
1: I mean, there are some slight problems.
0: Uh, yeah, let's well, let's start with problems since you brought it up. Um, I think something we all sort of talked about was it does downplay Britain's role in this a lot, which
2: mm. yeah,
0: to a certain extent, I guess it's kind of inevitable given it's like a popular british tv show it would be a very bold move for them to be like fuck britain our history is awful i mean
1: (laughs) that is accurate
0: Yes, it might alienate some of the watchers though
1: (laughs) i think they got alienated when the doctor regenerated into a woman though mm,
0: yeah that's uh, true yeah Yeah. i agree
1: with that yeah Mm. yeah a lot of people being like oh kind of a female doctor which we discussed in our first episode so we won't go back into that i also think the reason it didn't go too much into British colonialism, is that is a long, long yeah. story that they can't fit in when they're also trying to make this beautiful, very sad love story. And I think when it becomes a, well, do we focus on Britain bashing or this story that needs telling? Um, you have to go with the story because. Oh, this story. The feels. <laughs> yeah,
0: I I think perhaps another slight weakness is, like, okay, I really liked these aliens. They were cool. They were a cool concept. It did feel like they didn't serve much of a purpose in the story other than I... to add, like, some tension at the start. Uh,
2: yeah, I thought the so... aliens were, like, really scary. And they could have gone somewhere more with it. Almost.
0: I mean, it's good world building. I hope they use them again at some point. But
1: I mean, I disagree. I think what's mm. really incredible about this story, one of the reasons why I really like this story, is because the aliens aren't the enemy. Britain is. Mm. Britain is the enemy. Britain have caused what is happening. Um, that is an undisputed fact by historians. You can't yep. try and argue against that. Um the aliens, I I liked the tension of like, oh my god, are the aliens going to add to this? Are the aliens basically on Britain's side? And then they're actually being this very thoughtful and caring Mm. creature that was like, we lost our family and our home because we were too busy killing Mm. and now we're going to witness the death. And A
0: a parallel with the Doctor in a lot of ways.
1: Exactly. And I think it's It's moving that they Mm. are there for the people who die without witnesses, without Mm. acknowledgement, because unfortunately so many people, especially in the partition of India, so many people have died and and nobody knows what's happened to them. And it's such a horrible, horrible time in history. Mm. This is a very dark cloud over British history. And I like that the aliens are here basically as someone to witness this moment, not to pass judgement, not to um, kill anyone but to be an aid of comfort for the millions of people who will Mm. go, who will die unreported, unburied whatever, it's such a horrible, horrible time that if you speak to anyone who's got family from the region, they will have personal stories because this affected every single person and what I love is that this story shows that because the partition of India affected millions of people. And when you're thinking of millions, it's very difficult to actually grasp that that is people. That people were affected by this. People who have family now alive, people alive mm. today remember this. And I love that the story brought that down to one family, one couple, one wedding day. Mm. Um, it's it puts
0: a human face to... A tragedy larger than we can possibly comprehend. Exactly. Which yeah. is I think such a powerful storytelling tool. It yeah,
2: it's almost relatable because it's so personal. I,
0: uh, another thing I really liked with this plot is it's addressing a bit of history which isn't that well known. Like mm. I, I knew about this a bit from, you know, in the past I have gotten curious and like gone on a Wikipedia rabbit hole and found out about this it's not something I was ever taught about it's not something my parents told me about um I don't know if that's different for you but um
2: um no it was it's the same for me because my parents didn't actually talk about the partition I assume it's because um well my grandma didn't even and I assume it's because she was hurt too much by it Mm. um that's the reason she um because she ended up moving from the Punjab like more South?
1: Yeah, south yeah, of India.
2: South, like, south of the Punjab. So she wasn't hit as much, but I know she had lots of friends, lots of family who were... I don't think she wants to talk about yeah. that because it's so buried. Deep. And it's
1: so hurtful, this yeah. horrible experience. Yeah. And so you've got this double-edged sword, edge sword of Britain don't want to talk about it because it's such a bad moment in their history and it ruins the the illusion that we've created through the way that we teach history about British history. And then... Indian people and Pakistani people don't want to talk about it because it's just so sore and raw because this yeah. is in their recent history.
2: Yeah, exactly. It was not even 100 years ago. Exactly less than 100 years ago. And also all the um effects are still so prevalent. Like mm. there's still so much racism between Indians and Pakistanis, Hindus and Muslims. Like there's still a massive divide. Yeah. In year 7, um my friend Leah, she kind of It was we were very young and it was very new. But um I didn't know about partition or anything and she came up to me and she was like, You know we can't be friends because you're Sikh and I'm Muslim but I want to be friends with you anyway, so can we just be friends? And I was like, Of course we could be friends. Like uh, Mm. people are people. Like there should there's no difference between people. But it was so rooted obviously in her family and her like thinking that Mm. she couldn't really be friends with a Sikh, but we ended up being friends, and then our families are friends. Defying and everything. the colonialism, <laughs> yes.
0: So that's almost similar to uh, Yaz's Grand Umbreen, um, sort of not telling this story because it was uh, so personal, so painful. Yeah.
2: That yeah. she um, lost so much in yeah. one. It was just one moment. Yeah. It was just literally that day. Everything yeah. changed for them. Obviously, it was. Uh, days leading up to that yeah. were changing but still it was one day in and reality the, the
0: process took more than what 24 yeah. hours but yeah.
1: <laughs> but in terms of how quickly it mm. affected people's lives yeah. yeah it was a day and because like that family and i i i assume that most families would have thought the same of, oh but it won't affect us how is it going to change things we've lived here for generations we've worked side by side <coughs> <It's>... brexit <laughs> <laughs> not on this twitter account please
0: So let's yeah. talk about characters. Um, I think central to this episode was uh, the dynamic between uh, Manish and Prem, mm. which uh, they are brothers and they love each other, but they've gone down very different paths. Yeah. Um, mm. Prem, again, um, I think sort of is has a lot of parallels with the Doctor. He's seen war and his response to that is to fight against violence to fight against the evil uh, that lies in the hearts of humans. Um, and I I thought that was a really interesting dynamic to see. There was one shot right at the end of the episode um, where the Doctor is walking away and you hear the gunshot and just on her face is just this... She just looks tired yeah. and sad Ooh. and... Heartbroken. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. heartbroken.
1: And I think also it's the the brothers aspect. It just shows every time there is something as divisive as this. Every time there is um, divisions, high political divisions, it does seep into the family. And, you know, in recent times, I'm very glad that my family is united on a certain political British issue taking place. Um. <laughs> <In fact so. laughs> uh, not to bring like parallels again, yeah. but
2: um my dad and um his brother, so they didn't speak for years after oh my, my my uncle, um, he married a white woman and had kids with her. Yeah. And um it's like it's almost the the kind of Hindu Muslim like yeah. different it's the religions clashing. It's and so deep. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm. That yeah. it's just it's still so prevalent, and it's only recently where my dad and my uncle are like best friends now. Yeah.
1: Like, well, I'm glad um, that like your dad and his brother managed to rekindle yeah, their relationship. Exactly.
2: Now they're best friends, so it's it's fine. But. But like you in, said in earlier, moment, this is yeah.
1: It shows how deep seated all this from British colonialism because this did mm. not yeah. happen in India beforehand. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> and also, it's the so like with my dad and my uncle like. They had years apart and then they yeah. rekindled, but like there was no chance for Manish and Prem to exactly. grow apart and then like rekindle after Manish maybe have realised that he was wrong.
1: Yeah, and he will never have that opportunity exactly. to apologise to his brother, apologise to Umbreen.
2: Yeah, it was life and death. Yeah. Life or death.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's such a.
0: And it's again, it's. Uh, I think there's two things about the character of Prem uh, which I'd like to pick out, which is. One, uh, the cost of war, even on those who don't go to war, mm. which is he was he was left, uh, he was basically abandoned to look after the, um, to look after the farm. Um, they they touched on almost starving, uh, and also, I think he's not an evil person per no, se. Absolutely not. He is someone who has been taken in by um well, even... by, by propaganda he'd been
2: yeah yeah
0: he'd been twisted by uh nationalism uh whatever and and he's he's got he's gotten to this dark place but it, it's not come from within him
1: yeah even from yeah. himself says that it's there is nothing going on, people aren't divided they've just been whipped into a frenzy and yeah. it's it's this idea of being whipped into a frenzy that people are being led to believe that there is a problem and that this is the only solution and I thought it was really ironic when on the radio um, Britain, a British announcer said, oh, you know take cover where you can fight this mm. if you need if must and all this and i was like only you had warned india <laughs> about this like 200 years before you came yeah.
0: yeah so
1: um i i think it is definitely manish is not an evil character yeah he's not an evil person he is just he's going with what he thinks is right because at a crucial point in his life His family disappeared and he didn't have that support network. And I think you were saying just before we started recording that um, it's it's this whole idea that the people he was around were saying all this. Yeah, they
2: were basically nationalists. They were saying what they were hearing on the radio and then saying it to their peers and their friends and family and then everyone sort of started to believe it.
1: Yeah, and it's just, it's so sad because this is such a psychological tactic used over and over again and it was mm. it was used in Germany which signed off the war in the first mm. place yeah. and then to see that it was then at the end of the war still being used by the British and mm. by na- Hindu nationalists by um, Islamic nationalists there's just it's so sad I, I can't think of another word to describe it other than yeah. really really sad yeah. I've
0: been quiet because I'm trying to find a... Uh... A Terry Pratchett quote, which I fucking love about this topic. It was much better to imagine men in some smoky room somewhere, made mad and cynical by privilege and power, plotting over the brandy. You had to cling to this sort of image, because if you didn't, then you might have to face the fact that bad things happened, because ordinary people, the kind who brushed the dog and told their children bedtime stories, were capable, capable then of going out and doing horrible things to other ordinary people. It was much easier to blame it on them. It was bleakly depressing to think that they were us. If it was them, then nothing was anyone's fault. If it was us, then what did that make me? It's something that came to mind when they were talking about people who have lived together in relative peace for generations, were suddenly whipped up into this frenzy. Mm. And it was... Uh, it, it was like Prem was shot by a neighbour that he knew. Yeah, and that he it was, fought with. Yeah, and it's... I, th- I think it's just a really interesting moral point of it's so much easier to think of evil as something which is done by evil people as mm. opposed to something that can be done by people who are in other circumstances very nice.
1: Yeah, and I think in cases like this not the people who are the people who are perpetrating the narrative people who are pushing for it and whipping these people up they are the evil people Mm. the people who get swept up and for whatever reason they may have who aren't you know, maybe because they don't have their family there or maybe because they're just scared of what could happen because they've been told Mm. that if this happens this is what's going to happen and it's bad those people aren't the evil people. They are the people who are victims to the evil people, and it just becomes this endless mm. cycle of attacking each I,
0: other. I don't know if I agree that. Uh, I I think what's some what's been done really well in this series generally is there's a lot more nuance to the mm. villains. There's a lot more nuance to the problems there's far fewer characters who are just evil because they're evil.
1: Yeah. Mm. Even
0: the characters who do horrible things are...
2: They have a reason for it. Yes. They have a reason for it. Yeah. They
0: have something driving them. Yeah. Uh, they have... They kind of have a point in some cases. It's not like they're Daleks ex- and ex- they have kids. Except from the time-travelling <laughs> space racist. He was a dick. Yeah. He was <laughs> a, <laughs> a dick so he was a
1: racist. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I mean, you can't... Think that Manish was ever evil. He grew up living with Muslims. This is not how he was raised. This is not who he is. Um, and you can see that in the fact that Prem is not. He has no problem. He wants to mm. marry a Muslim. This is not an issue for him. But obviously, it is for Manish because he's been told it is a problem, and it, it's something mm. that is see. It's a way that colonialism took hold, it's the way that colonialism rooted itself in other cultures that Europeans went to these countries and where there was perfectly civil society went well you're Berbers, you're Arabs so you can't like each other because you're so different Mm. when actually they're not they Mm. went to um, you know modern day Israel, Palestine and said to the people well you're Muslim and you're Jewish so you can't be friends and divide it even further because oh well you're christian so you definitely can't be friends with these Hmm. guys and it's the same thing in india they went in and they said well you're muslim you're hindu you're sikh you can't all be friends and it's this divide it's divide and rule tactics and unfortunately if you keep that narrative going for long enough and for enough generations and through enough policy it becomes part of the psyche of the people who would never otherwise think that way
0: Uh, should we talk about the other characters? Because we've talked about Manish, and, Manish and Prem for like ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> possibly literally. Yeah, probably literally. <laughs> I'm so sorry. you have to
1: edit this. Um.
0: No. So yeah, so uh, the Doctor. Um, I think she was on top form. Yeah. Uh, mm. continues to be a bit of a shithead, mate. She's not a shithead. <laughs> <laughs> She's. She's, she's a bit of a shithead. She's just, she's just like, oh no, I shouldn't. this is No, it's bad to interfere in your personal history. I could do that, though. Like, it would be fine. I'm sorry about the time you almost <laughs> got eaten again. <laughs> uh, I, I stand by my description of her as your slightly sketchy mate who means well but doesn't think things through.
1: I think of her as your slightly <sighs> scattered brain friend. Yeah. Yeah. I get I sc- scattered brain. She's very scattered and... Yeah you know, but she loves you and she's doing the best and, like, occasionally things go wrong, but that's not her fault, okay? Yeah,
0: I and, like, again, I think it was nice seeing her relating to the Fajarians, the aliens, mm. and Prem. Mm. Uh, uh, again, I had another fun moment uh, seeing her uh, being like, oh, this is interesting. I never had this when I was a man. <laughs> and then <laughs> Yaz was like, that's a funny joke, right, dogs?" <laughs> <laughs> Graham continues to be an utter sweetheart. I, lo- I, I, I am loving him now. I've, Same. I've worked was... out... Sorry. Sorry. My... I've worked out what I don't like about Ryan is I think it's it's good for these there and like, there's good representation, but I think I have an issue with the actor mm. in that he seems to have the emotional range of a teaspoon. Oh,
1: also, mm. as someone from Yorkshire who has... Who like is grew up around the accent that he's supposed to be putting on? He can't do a Sheffield yeah, accent. I think I
2: don't think it's a Sheffield. I, I think it's Brummy. Like I think the, I the, the think actors, I don't the actors from but, London.
1: Oh, I think he it's can't a good. It sounds like a Brummy accent. A yeah.
0: character which could have been good, which has been sort of undercut by bad casting.
1: Yeah. Mm. Like no disrespect to the actor, I'm sure he's a lovely guy. But yeah. this is not the role for him. Yeah.
0: But Graham, oh my god.
1: Oh. When did Bradley Walsh become a really <laughs> good actor?
0: <laughs> I don't know. He's so lovely.
1: It's
2: when he um nearly started crying when he was talking to Prem. that Oh my God.
1: Oh my gosh.
2: Because he just knew what was coming. And he
1: just oh. like, it's okay. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I really like, I know in the first episode and before it all started, I really didn't like the fact that they cast Bradley Walsh and the fact that I didn't like Graham's character on principle. Mm. But now that he's grown, I really like him. I yeah. really like him.
2: Yeah. And it's really nice to see, like, a progressive middle-aged right man. Yeah. Because like, he's just... quite progressive. Yeah, right?
1: he is. Like, when someone was racist to Ryan, and he just got like, whoa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoa, this is my family. Exactly. And these are people. They are human this beings. Is my, my yeah. <laughs> this is my fam. This is my fam.
0: So other characters, um, I think Yaz... Uh, it was interesting seeing Yaz uh discover a bit more about her family. Mm-hmm. Um because so much was went on in the episode, I think that like her character development maybe took a little bit of a back seat.
1: Yeah. Um mm-hmm. but
0: it was it was nice exploring this a bit more. And I thought uh Umbreen um was played really well by both of the actresses who played mm-hmm. her. Um, the young the young Umbreen uh was incredibly powerful and brave and had such a strong emotive performance mm. and the older Umbreen was again again was just felt like a very real character.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think in terms of Yaz's character development, at the beginning she was like, You need to tell us it's our heritage. And then after actually going through what her mm. nan had been through, she said, No, you don't have to tell me because she understood that Bringing that trauma because it is mm. trauma, bringing that back up is going to be extremely painful. And her yeah. nan should say that when she is ready, not when she's being yeah. begged to. Yeah, I
2: think it would have been really interesting if um,
1: if Yaz and
2: her grandma had a bad relationship at the mm. start, and then at the end, they, she kind mm. of understood her a bit more. Like that would have been a little bit more interesting, yeah. in my opinion.
1: But that's a little
0: just... bit more tension, to be honest.
1: Yeah, but exactly. I, I quite liked that the shock for Yaz was that she was the favourite grandchild <laughs> and she didn't know this. It's like, if yeah. anybody should know this, I should know this. <laughs> so, yeah, I I think another point to add is that um, Prem's experience of the war is very crucial because when we learn about World War Two in Britain... We learn about it as a European war, and it's mm. always like, oh, it's a world war because everyone was involved and it went across the world, um, across the world. But then teachers never explain that, and the fact that yeah. Prem, who was fighting for the British as an Indian, mm. was stationed in Siam, which is modern-day Thailand. Um, you know, as unless you do research on the war, like I, I, like I say, I've, I've read a lot about British colonialism um, and about the war in terms of you know what it actually did to the world. Um, I was not aware that it ex- expanded to East Asia. I was not aware that Indians were stationed in East Asia. Mm. I knew that Indians were stationed mm. in South Africa, um, but it's literally every single corner of the world. There was fighting yeah. going on. Yeah, it's
2: such a global yeah. thing, but we think of it as term in terms of just Europe. like
1: yeah, Europe. It's Germany and versus just Britain. just
2: Britons went yeah. off to war. And That's it's, it. It's not.
1: It's every single subject mm. of the British Empire. And that meant every single person who was subjected to the horrors of British colonialism was drafted into the war. And I think it was quite telling that, um, I think it was either Manish or or Prem said that their other brother who died only went to get rid of British soldiers. Manish. Yeah, he only went to get rid of the British. Yeah. And that's how desperate things were. And that's the situation that people were in. And... I, I, you know, this brother won't have had a choice to go to war. He was a subject to the British Empire through no choice of his own and he will have been drafted into this war. That, Yeah, it was a world war and I think also mm. what I think is quite a subtle thing that the BBC did is they aired this episode on the 11th of the 11th 18, mm. which is the centenary of the end of World War I. Um And I think it's quite a crucial thing to say, look, Britain is not perfect, yes we should remember those who died for us, but also all of those who died for us across the world because this wasn't just British people being sent off, we sent off Indians, Pakistan, well now Pakistani, we sent off Africans from all over the countries that were colonised there, East Asians everyone and we must remember them as well because it was not their war, it was ours Yeah. yeah
0: So what did you think of the episode overall?
1: Incredibly moving, powerful, Mm. much, much needed. 10 out of 10. One of the best episodes I've seen of- Exactly. Yeah.
0: I'm giving it a 10 uh, because it's, there's like a few little bits which were less than perfect, but it's just so nitpicky. And it was a beautiful episode. Mm. It educated, it entertained. um, It made me cry. (laughs) <laughs> amazing characterisation. Uh, so, yeah, it's just everything I look for from a Doctor Who episode.
2: Jas? Yeah, I completely agree with that. Also, I really enjoyed the representation mm. of, for me, yeah. personally. I just thought it was really cool. I watched it with my little brother and we both realised that it was like an episode on India and we were like, just so excited. And, and, and finally,
1: recognition do. that India is not some backward country.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like... Yeah. And it's just, it shows it in a different light, which is
1: surprising. Yeah. And like not,
2: doesn't happen very often. Not just in terms of Doctor but just in, yeah, yeah, in general, everything.
1: Because yeah. we whitewash, I'm so sorry. <laughs>
0: So this has been Two Snowflakes in a Blue Box. Uh, thank you for all for listening. I've been Chris.
1: I've been Charlie, and I've been Jazz.
2: Thank you so much for joining us, Jazz. Thank you for inviting me. No worries.
0: If you if you liked this episode, uh, you can check us out on Facebook or on Twitter at Two Snowflakes in a Blue Box. Uh, you can also find this uh, podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud.
1: Awesome.
0: See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.